Welcome in West Tigers fans to another edition of the West Life Podcast. I am your host, Josh Barnett. We are brought to you by Holman Barnes Group, which includes West Ashford League's best place to watch the games live this weekend, live and loud on the big screen. Uh, the boys taking on the uh, the Rabbitohs and the girls taking on the Sharkies. We'll preview those games tonight on this episode, amongst other West Tigers uh, related discussions at Westlife Pod is our handle on Instagram and Twitter or X. What's it called? X now? Twitter? Uh, speaking of management, bloody incompetent managers of uh, certain outlets. Fucking Elon Musk, what are you doing, man? What is X? Anyway, uh, there's that little rant over. Not the last one for tonight. Um, put it that way. Uh, our link tree link, which you will find. Um, on our Instagram and Twitter, or X or whatever the fuck it's called, um, on the profile page, click the link tree, and that will lead you to whatever outlet of podcasts or YouTube channels. Shout out to all our YouTube uh, subscribers watching us tonight. Thank you again for joining us live. Um, while you're there, give us a like and a subscribe. If you haven't found our YouTube channel, um, we'd like to get up towards a 1,000 by, um, by the start of next season. So I think we're in the mid 600s or something at the moment which is pretty cool but um yeah please even if you normally listen to us on the audio go over to our uh i think if you type in at westlife pod in youtube it should come up as well and shouts to our patreon members patreon.com forward slash westlife our discord uh lots of um fiery discussions and talk of yeah all things west tigers and even a little bit of non-West Tiger stuff in there today. So that was popping off as well. Uh, Rob coming in, Mr. Bashara coming in from the Red Room. How are you this evening on a Wednesday? Yeah, I'm okay, Josh. Have you guys are well. Hello, everyone out there. Uh, yeah, looking forward to getting this preview done and dusted. And, um, yeah, our NRLW correspondent and expert mr aaron thompson how are you as we uh the girls head into looking to go back to back against the sharkies this weekend yeah g'day josh g'day rob yep that's the one game this weekend i am looking forward to watching um very excited to see the girls live again um first home game of this time around so should be should be a good day out since i'm getting two basically two games for the price of one out of belmore on sunday uh, we're just getting a few comments in saying they're um, sad this could be your last episode, Rob, for a while anyway. You're going to take a little bit of a break, but uh, yeah, he'll he'll be back. I'll, He's just I'll, I'll be off for a week or a month or a decade. I'm not sure yet. Yeah. I'm, I need a West Tigers lobotomy, so <laughs> I just I just need total recalibration, guys. I'm just sick of beating my head against a brick wall and... And, you know, I want to work with the club, not bag the club, but there's nothing to be positive about, in my opinion. Yep, and um, if you follow our socials, there's even more for us to have a crack. But um, first, we're going to talk about uh, West Ashford League. So uh, if you want to watch the West Tigers play and you're not heading to Tamworth on Friday, I mean, it's so stupid. This game's on a Friday at 6 p.m. But anyway, we don't have West Tigers. It's something we don't have control over. Um, by we, I mean the West Tigers club. But um, bees it may knock off work on Friday, head to West Ashfield, 
to watch the game from 6 p.m. Live and loud, you can check out the Garden Bistro or walk on and have a feed as well. Um, yeah, the home of the West Tigers, West Ashfield. For more information, please visit holmanbarnesgroup.com. Their jackpot um, in their promotion this week is up to 80k or something for Thursday night too. So pop in on Thursday night, swap your members card as well. Righto, on to the news for tonight. So um, look, my childhood hero, Benny Elias. I was saying to the boys today, I grew up wanting to be Benny Elias growing up in the in the 90s playing footy. I played hooker and really wanted to be uh Benny Elias but he has in his uh post career said a few controversial things but what he's saying here um to I believe Fox Sports is saying for the NRL to intervene at the West Tigers and basically get rid of the board and make them reapply for their jobs um basically Benny said it really annoys me when people who pay their hard-earned dollars can't even have a say. The system stinks. Uh, it's the people who own the game. Uh, you come to a stage where enough is enough. I'm talking out for the people who support our great club. And he goes on uh, to say plenty there. Rob, you've um, yeah dealt with Benny on a few occasions. Do Is this something... Look, he likes to pop his head up in the media, but... Um, yeah, I, I think everyone agrees with what he's saying here, if it's even possible. Yeah, look, normally a lot of people don't agree with what Benny has to say, but I think on this one, most of us are quite united. Uh, I just sent him a text today, uh, you know, saying I agreed with everything he said and uh, good on him and, and, and keep the heat on. And um, he, he, he said, thanks, how are you going? And basically said, mate, we, we can't get worse than this. And that's the sad part. I, I think we can get worse if we don't do the right thing. So, um, look, I, I've said it Monday night. I, I, I just don't want to get into, you know, into a bashing match with these, with these blokes leading the club, but you know, probably the best way I can say it is I, I really do think they're trying their hardest. I, I said that Monday night, but I think they're trying so hard now. It's just like a car in mud, you know, and, and we're just spinning our wheels. Like we're just trying so, so hard to get it right. We're just, Seems like we've got too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Um, you know, they they chop and change, mate. You, you can't even fit the amount of people they need in the box. Like, there's no room in the box. There's like too many coaches. There's mm. just too many people making decisions. You know, um, I just caught a glimpse of 360 earlier, and and like it's fantastic that we've extended Appy, but the fact that uh, apparently, and I'm only going off Hooper's word, so it might be wrong, but apparently Justin Pascoe and Benji Marshall. Uh, did the deal for Appy's extension and Scott Fulton didn't know about it. And like, you know, like we're all meant to be unified and meant to have mm. had me meetings and maybe that's what the meeting was for over the weekend to try and get on the same page. But uh, I'm just disillusioned by it all, guys. I just, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not knocking that they, they don't try. I just think the men there aren't capable enough of getting results. And that is my opinion. It doesn't mean it's fact, but in Hadjipentelis's case, you know, he's had four years. In Pasco's case, he's had eight years. You know, I, I try and, you know, try and be positive about things. But then I saw a statistic on Twitter the other night that just burned me. And it just makes me think, what am I doing? Like, why are we following this club? We've won 10 out of our last 50 NRL games, guys. 
Mm. 10 out of 50, 20% success rate. And, and then Lee says things like, I'm humbled that I've got the support of the board. And I'm thinking, mate, you've, you've got the support of the people that have failed us and you're a part of that failure and the CEO is a part of that failure. What you should be humbled by is having the support of your fan base, the support of your players, the support of your coaches. I don't even think the, co the coaches trust everyone anymore, especially given the fact of how they recruited Scott Fulton. So I, I just, like I say, I'd, I'd love to help the club. I'd love to, you know, be on their side, but you know, we're the arch enemy. They, they just hate us with a passion and, and the part that bugs me is they don't respect every individual's history. So we've had many people we know of that have aren't members anymore and that aren't even following the team anymore. And yeah, Lee took a shot at me last year for not being a member. Like, you know, I've been a lifelong Balmain and West Tigers supporter. And just the arrogance to say, well, you know, you're not really a supporter, like screw you. That's the attitude that <laughs> it's not marketing. It's not, it's not PR. It's just, awful an awful way to deal with people you you know as, as much as we disagreed with him we invited him on the show and he basically said f you and it's like okay well you don't want to state your case we're actually giving you a chance to state your case we don't want you on the show for ratings we like when i first came on the show yeah we had a rant and like what could we change and and it was all a bit of fun talking footy and talking with you and shane and, and now aaron and you know, then it became like a cause. It was like, I want to make the West Tigers better. If I can if I can put my five cents worth in and make it better, I will feel better about everything. And, you know, I've had a go, but I don't think I've had an effect except make their life difficult because, you know, they, they've complained that I've had members ring up and members email and all this sort of stuff. And the reason I directed them to the club is I can't do anything. It's, it's a club that can do something. You know, if you're complaining to me, Happy to happy to give you therapy. Happy to talk to you. I love conversing with the fans, and maybe that's part of our popularity, guys. But you know, ultimately, you've got to you've got to voice your problems at the membership. And if if everyone keeps telling them we're not happy with this, we're not happy with that, eventually you'd think they have to listen. But back to back wooden spoon, guys, and we're not going to have any change in, in management. We've had one change: Simon Cook resigned, John Dorohy's on the board. And that's it. And we've had a, a change with Scott Fulton being appointed and Warren McDonald leaving. And, and you know, in terms of the actual rugby league, the coaching looks like it's going to be the same. We're going to have a non-existent halfback of some shape last year. We're not going to have the, the halfback situation sold. We've still got plenty of time to recruit outside backs, but we haven't sorted that out yet. So we're still going to have a gun pack, a top four pack, and a bottom four back line. So what do we do next year? Where are we going to go next year? I, I just think our fans deserve better. Like, you know, the, the, the club should be blessed that we've got the fans we've got, but I just don't think they, they treat us all with respect. Well, I'm gonna, it's probably a good time for me to mention. I mentioned at the top of the show uh, or teased it a little bit. If you saw on our socials today, um, I contacted the club, did the right thing, and, uh, and asked them if we could have one of the NRLW girls on the show. We had um, Tess Staines and... As who was our who was the other guest last year? It was one of the curtains? Was it Emily Curtin? We had no, it was Keely Brown. Keely Brown, Keely Brown on um, before that, and they had, came on the show, and that was obviously when they went on to win the um, Harvey Norman Women's. Look, we just wanted to promote the girls, and yeah, something that really needed a push, and they wrote back, basically saying, "No, we're not going to provide any plays for you." It was pretty blunt. 
um, reply, and that's it. A few people in our comments when we talked about it on the socials today asked if it was an RLPA um, thing. No, players are still doing podcasts and that sort of thing. It's just basically the press conferences and um, like post-match, basically stuff with Fox Sports in the coverage and that sort of thing. This was this was definitely targeted because they said we're not going to give uh, players to you. So, like, you know what? Pasco and Hazard tell us, like, you could probably, to be fair to them, they could probably take a little bit of credit for the women's a little bit with their pathways and that sort of thing that have been set up. Um, here's this little little spark and a bleak, bleak, absolute embarrassing error for this club that we love. And you could have flamed that, like, little spark into something better by letting us show the girls, like, a couple of thousand listeners every single episode, promote the girls. That's about what the crowd was on Sunday's game, was a couple of thousand. But now you're denying us the one one thing that's left under that state-of-the-art roof over there that the fans still want to support the players. Like, it's just denying us the players. Now, am I surprised? No, obviously... Um, we were basically the first outlet, so to speak, that went hard on management. Um, yeah, basically saying that management needs to change it at this club. We, Rob, you said that what at the end of you came on this show, the end of 2020 or something. 2020, yeah, my might, uh, might have been 2019 or something, but it was a while that. ago. We've, we've aged a lot since then, but we haven't. We've um, gone backwards since then too, by the way. Not as a podcast, yeah. as a club. But Rob. Um, obviously asked Lee to come on the show for a bit of a rebuttal last year. And we all know what happened there and read about that in the papers or whatever. But since then, the amount of supporters of these guys that are, that are running this club have, have left is basically non-existent. Like, and I don't understand how they, they're not aware of this. Look at the comments in your social posts. Every single thing you post on the West Tigers pages is just, it's all memes, it's jokes, it's fans that are absolutely at their wits end with this club. And even the guys over the West Tigers podcast in the ambush, they had used to have uh, weekly meetings with Justin and organize the events and have plays. Now they've backflipped and they're going hard and they want your demise as well. And let's be honest, like they're starting their petition. And let's be honest, you're probably going to just laugh at that petition that they're starting. It's not going to achieve anything like a couple of, they got a couple of thousand signatures and um, we, we honestly haven't been bothered to promote it because we know it's, it's not going to do anything it, despite actually agreeing, agreeing with what it wants, what, what it's saying and commend, we commend those guys for having a crack yeah, at it. And finally, having a go. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and seeing the light. I mean, Rob, Rob and I, we receive messages pretty much on a daily basis from it, not just from everyday fans. We've spoken to family members of players, former staff members, a certain former West Tigers um, chair, a whole range of people who have had a connection to this West Tigers club in your era. And do you know what they say to us? They actually tell us to keep going with our uh, agenda, so to speak, to keep pushing, keep pushing of like what we're preaching here. And you know what? To be honest, I'm, tired of it and i'm sure plenty of our listeners are tired of it we can only say the same thing so many times and that's why rob's going to take a break because you know you can only say so the same thing so many times 99 percent of the west tigers fans out there and even the ones that have never heard of us which is most of them like i'm not not denying that that nothing's going to change unless some more board members have the balls 
and the pride to just walk away from this and make some changes. And, and the, at the end of the day, look, we have this podcast, but we're just a bunch of passionate West Tigers fans. Like I started this thing to be a place for fellow West Tigers fans, come in, give different opinions about the team. Mostly, I wanted it to be mostly about on the field and talking about the game itself. In the last five seasons, and Rob's kind of already touched on this, I did, I've worked this out before. We've won, so I started this podcast in 2019. We've won 33 games and lost 77 games in that time. That's since 2019. And we actually did not too bad in those first couple of years. That's and just seven out of the last 41 games. So uh, we've changed, in that time, we've changed coaching staff. We've gutted and refilled the roster and brought new players in, origin-worthy um, players and, like, experienced players made all these moves, and yet we've gone backwards. And there's one constant in this whole time, and I'm not talking about Luke Brooks or David Nopaluma because they're not to blame here. Like, mate, the last, last year, our girls, like I said, the Harvey Norman women's, they were in the grand final, and we asked the player to come on the show. And the club tried to try to pull that away from us. They actually tried to cancel that player from talking to us. We tried to talk to a male player on the show this year, and they told him he wasn't allowed to talk to us. So in all like in all the play interviews we've had in the past, it's been nothing but positivity and fun shit. We've talked about the players. It's it's been a break from us having to talk about the club and all. all why wouldn't you want us to promote your club through speaking to the players? And like Lee, like beyond being a voice to thousands of West Tigers fans here, like we're paying members ourselves. Like I, I don't say this just as the West Tigers, um, the West Tigers, the West Life podcast owner, like well, whatever you might not really have a, a title, but the the father of this podcast or whatever. I've, I've literally drained my bank account on jerseys, memberships, flying literally around the country, literally seen this team play all around the country. You're the chairman and the sponsor. Pull the trigger. Make the changes to this club. Like your most diehard of diehard fans are walking away. Not just me. People exactly like me, and I'm sure you guys know. I've been platinum members. I've done like – and there are people above me who are top-tier members – for years and years, walking away. Like, these bullshit profit projections that Justin brings up at a members um, a members night, that they can't be accurate because the amount, amount of people that are going to walk away and we're at our wit's end. Like, just, yeah, that's my rant for the night. I had to get it off my chest because obviously gone a little bit Rob Bashara there. They haven't sworn you've been but, very good. Yeah, I don't know how. It, I think I swore once, but fuck me like it's just <laughs> do, do the right thing fall on your sword and fucking make the changes to this club because we're just going to have to keep saying it we, we wanted to do something positive and you've denied it so you get that S- stick that in your pipe and smoke it so righto as well, hang, on, think, hang on doesn't Aaron want to say something about this yeah as 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 um, I'll give you I'll give you the stand now because you you're, you're pissed off about as our NRLW correspondent you were obviously pretty um, pretty pissed with this result as well yeah pissed <clears throat> yeah pissed off and disappointed um, 
from my perspective as a fan who's tried really hard over the last, what, however long, I guess since a little bit before the start of the preseason, I started trying to promote the the women's team and the fact that we were getting a women's team, um, trying to encourage the fans who listen to this show to get behind the team because it's good for the club to have that that extra team. And they like the girls proved it on the weekend that they are a team worth getting behind. Um, as, as a fan of the game and to to an extent as a member as well, like I haven't been a member for quite as long as you, Josh, or you, Rob, because you were a member for quite some time before you hmm. um, cancelled yours as well, I believe. Um, this is my eighth year. As you guys know, I've travelled from Orange to Sydney at at times like 10 plus weeks a season for some of the seasons I was a member, um, spending a fair chunk of money in the process of doing so. I've signed up to be an inaugural member of the NRLW team as well. Um, I went to watch their first game. I'm going to be going to watch their second game. And I have intentions to go to a few of their other games as well. Um, and as and like as an amateur podcaster as well, I remember when we had Tess and Keeley come on those two weeks in a row. That was kind of like a pinch me, I'm dreaming moment. That was the first hmm. time... I've had that sort of interaction with a player where I've been able to ask them a question and get to know them a little bit better outside of like a meet and greet at a members event or um, something like that. And to see the club so vehemently bar us basically from having access to the players, it's pretty frustrating because um, it, it doesn't hurt the club getting the girls to come on the show. It helps the club. Like you said, we've got thousands of listeners they could be promoting these girls to an, a, an extra few thousand people per episode, basically. Um, and like I said, I've been doing my best to promote the club, um, both here on the show and on Twitter. Like I, I went absolutely ballistic on Twitter after we won on Sunday. That was probably the most active I've ever been, to be honest. And I had a lot of fun. Um, and it was just a really good, exciting time. And I just wish the club would be a little bit more open and receptive to giving us access to basically promote them. Um, mm, obviously, we wave. have had issues with them. Yeah, we have had issues with them in the past. And I think at times we've wanted to patch things up with them. Um, there was supposedly, I think I heard an offer for them to attempt to patch things up with us and nothing kind of happened from that to my knowledge. But I mean, if you want to build bridges back up and give the players another avenue to accept well give fans another avenue to support the, the team by having players appear on the podcast like we had um with players last year and the year before i i think off the top of my head i can remember we had adam dewey on at some point we had sean Bloor on at some point um while they were contracted by the club before all the chaos went down and like you said josh it it hasn't been anything bad when we've had them on it's, they've been fun episodes they've been mm. great to listen to the chaos that happened by then, Aaron, the chaos that happened, they were organised privately. Hmm. Like, I, I, I organised Adam privately. They didn't know he, he was coming on. If they'd have known he was coming on, they probably would have stopped it. Look, yeah. I, I, I think the problem, the biggest problem with the club are the, the people that run the club just get absolutely butthurt and cannot accept criticism. You know, like, yeah, I, I, I know I've been totally out of line with, name calling and all that sort of stuff. I, I get that. If they had any clue what it was like to be a supporter, okay, for your life, from like when you could walk 
okay, and have the frustration and, and see some of your kids go half a lifetime without making finals and going backwards and making bad decisions and all this sort of stuff. They they literally do not get it and they close ranks on you. They, they can't even, you can't even, look, there's people I used to talk to every week that I don't talk to anymore because they just close ranks on you. Okay, you cannot criticise them because they just don't want to hear it. They just think everything's perfect in their little glass menagerie at Concord. And, you know, Josh, you were mentioning about Justin showing the, the spreadsheet. I'm sure the figures are right. The, the figures aren't bullshit. I know that they, they're meaningless to you. Our KPIs, okay, our key performance indicators are our wins and losses, okay? that's The wins are just all that matter. And the reason we vent from our spleen, from my fat gut, from wherever, okay, is because we're frustrated and we demand excellence. That just in case they're not aware, that's the name of their Zurich Centre, Centre of Excellence. Right now, we're about to cop our second wooden spoon, okay? And, you know, like I say, I don't care if they... Look, if they don't want to come on the show, they don't want to come on the show, but people get to put a, a name to a face. They get emotionally attached to a player. They want to go see the player. You know, we went out and supported the Harvey women's last year when they won the comp. And I'll be honest, Aaron, like, if the girls got piped by 50 last week, it wouldn't matter. Like, I still want to have players on the show. Like, it'd be really nice to just break it up, up a little bit. But the problem at the club, and, and you know, we all talk about the fish rots from the head stuff, but forget that sort of talk. Let's just talk about attitude. If you've got that attitude from the top that you can't take criticism, be it constructive or not, and you just want to shut ranks on everyone, you know, that criticises you, you, you have to look at the ladder, guys. We've come 16th and 17th back-to-back years. There's a reason... We are last. And, you know, going back to the petition, Josh, everything in that petition, I agree with to a lesser degree that the governance, I mean, I don't think it's right to have a sponsor as your chairman because obviously the board are going to, you know, be very nice to the sponsor because they don't mm. want to lose their sponsorship money. Bite the hand but, to feed you, yeah. But at the end of the day, if West Ashfield voting is a certain way and West Magpies is a certain way and Balmain Tigers is a certain way and the only way you can get on the board is a certain way, no one can interfere with that. What the problem is, is the decision makers. That's that's the problem, guys. It's not about the systems or whatever. If we had eight or nine board members doing a great job and, and you know, we're looking good, everything's fine. And But it's just not the on-field stuff that's a problem. It's the off-field stuff. Like this whole fiasco about Scott Fulton and who they want. And, you know, Scott Fulton wants... Uh, I've just gone blank on his name, the half Cogger from Penrith. And mm. Scott Fulton doesn't want Aiden Caesar. And Scott Fulton didn't know about Appy Corusau. And this, you know, Benji mm. wants Aiden Caesar. Benji doesn't want uh, the, you know, Cogger. It's, and Sheen, Sheen, Sheen's didn't even know that they were hiring Fulton. Oh, look, Sheen, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Sheen's didn't know yeah. they were hiring Fulton. And, and look, I don't think Benji knew either till they were about to sign him. They only told Benji at the end for hour that this is what's happening. And and to, to do your business in an underhanded manner like that, whether it's necessary or not, you don't do that. Be a man and just say, guys, we're not happy with things. We're 0-7. Our biggest problem in 23 years is recruiting players. In our opinion, we feel Scott Fulton is the man to do the job. We're going to go out and get him. Can, can you work with him or not? And just do that. So every time we rant, it's not because 
I want to put shit on Lee. I want to say Lee and Justin are the fucking best. And, you know, and if we were doing well, we could say good on them. They've turned it around. But in four years and eight years, they haven't. And their legacy isn't going to be the Wooden Spoon guys. Their legacy is going to be they put their pride and ego before the club, okay? Their pride and ego before the love of the club. And as I've said to you many times, guys, if we were the CEO, chairman, board members, whatever, and we were in this position, we'd, we'd look at each other and say, guys, we've tried our best. It's time for someone else to do the job. And these guys just don't want to do it. And that attitude that I'm talking about where they don't want to let, you know, people come on to our podcast or any other podcast, and I'm sure that other podcast won't get guests now because they've seen the light and, and good on them and good on them for doing the petition. I, I don't think it'll work, but it wouldn't hurt that they've got 2,000 people that signed a, a petition and these guys can read it and they can say, well, at least 2,000 people are upset about it. Um. You know, it's just it's just frustrating, guys, and that's half the reason why I don't want to I don't want to do this because I don't I don't see a future in the West Tigers with this type of leadership. I, I don't believe it's assistance that not the assistance, the governance that's being the problem. I, I just think if we had the the right CEO and the right chairman and board, you know, we've got we've got four hundred thousand fans. We we got somehow we got twenty thousand members when. We've gone backwards year after year. We should have fifty. We should have fifty. We should have fifty thousand. We should have more, mate. We should have more yeah. home games. We we can do a lot more. You know, like next week we're going to play New Zealand in New Zealand. Okay, now I know we got the World Cup and all that sort of shit on, and maybe that that had something to do with moving the game. Mm. But we're playing New Zealand in New Zealand. So if we were like coming ninth or tenth, we would have had to beat New Zealand in New Zealand to keep our finals hopes alive. Now. How did that pan out? Did Justin Pascoe go to the board and say, hey, guys, I've got an idea. We're going to take our home game to New Zealand and play it in front of New Zealand. What do you think? Is that a good idea? And if they all tick off on it and say yes, then they should all just get the fuck out of there. They're stupid. Like, Do you understand what a home game can be the difference in terms of getting penalties or getting a sin bin? Or, you know, if, if we played St. George last week at Leichhardt, and they were laying all over us for the last 20 minutes, do you think we wouldn't have got a six again or a penalty? Like, to give away a home game just willy-nilly because he wants to pay back the people of New Zealand for what they did for COVID, he's not the NRL CEO. He's meant to be doing the best thing. He's meant to be doing the best thing for the West Tigers in order to win the most amount of games. Your KPIs are wins, not money. And if, you know, heaven forbid something went wrong money-wise, West Ashfield will chip in. You know, it's not all about money. And they're going to lose members, guys. And we, mm. we had two members on our Discord last, excuse me, Discord last night say they're going to pull their family memberships of four. So there's eight people that aren't going to be members next year. And they'll just sit there and go, who gives us stuff? You need to give us stuff. And you've got to, you've got to give us stuff about every little 1% of every aspect of this business, club, whatever you want to call it. And... At the end of the day, there's a massive disattachment with the fan base, and that's why we are popular. Fans resonate with what you, Aaron, Shane, and myself say. Otherwise, they wouldn't be listening. Who the fuck wants to listen to a podcast when your team loses 80% of the time? Mm. That's that's where we're therapy, but like right now, I'm at the point I need fucking therapy. You know, I'm just <laughs> over it. I, I just don't I just think, what am I doing, mate? I'm like a full-time therapist and i don't get paid for it you know i love dealing with the fans don't get me wrong but 
my phone just texts and DMs and phone calls all day long about the Tigers. I'm like, mate, I can't solve the problems. The problems are still there. And then until they fall on their sword or seek better advice or get changes on the board, get better people on the board, it's not going to change. So we're just stuck with it. And I, I don't know. I just I just think they've just got a really piss-poor attitude to they've got no marketing skills, they've got no public relations skills. Like just to not let a couple of girls have a chat, we find out, you know, what their background was, what they did growing up, what their favourite colour was, what their favourite food is and talk about some games. And some people out there might think, you know what, I want to go watch the, the Tigers Cronulla this week. Yeah, and and look, we're going to promote them anyway as a podcast, whether I'm here or not. And but I just think, what what a weak attitude. And and Lee and Justin are always invited on this podcast because I would love them to have their say and let them throw shade at me. I don't care, but but let's have a healthy conversation about how do we work together to get this club into the force it's meant to be, and not just keep spinning our wheels and just blocking everyone out and saying we're doing a good job, we're doing a good job, we're doing a good job because. We're not. And that's my rant, Josh. And now you can move on with the show. Maybe that's what we need a petition for, for you to be the next guest on uh, Ask the Seat. They haven't done the Ask the Boss for a while. Josh, what what we need, and it's impossible to organise, what we need is a protest at Concord. The problem is what day of the week do you do it and what time do you do it? Okay, because not everyone can be there. But I'm telling you, that sort of, I mean, they got embarrassed by a man who was opening up a Facebook page and was going to turn their back on the, the crowd or something, I don't know, on the players in whatever minute of whatever game it was at Combank, and they shat bricks. Imagine there was a proper protest at Concord. They'd be ringing us up saying, hey, guys, can we can we give you a soft drink? What can we do for you? You know, but it, it, needs, a, it needs a proper protest, but nothing's going to happen, guys. If the NRL step in, and even hypothetically, if the NRL took them to court, the court's going to throw out whatever the NRL say. It's a it's a privately owned company, like that that owns ninety percent of the West Tigers, and all their voting procedures are fine. If you want to be technical about it, the problem with our voting procedures, we've just got the wrong men there making the wrong decisions. That's all it is. We just need different men there, or we need the men there to change their attitudes. And I don't think either's coming, guys. And we're just stuck with stuck with it. Mm. And I'm not watching the South game this week. And I ho- I hope we win. If if I knew that. If, I, if it meant that I don't watch another West Tigers game for the rest of my life and they were successful, I would do it. That's how much it means to me. Yeah, we're most, yeah, we're just a bunch of passionate fans and we're just, just yeah, we're just fed up. And 99% of the West Tigers fans, I think, are on our side in this one. Um, as anything to add to that before we, Get back to the news. We went on a little bit of a 20-minute tangent there. But, um, yeah. The one thing I'll say, um, the the one thing I'll say is basically what Rob was saying about how we're taking a home game to New Zealand next week to thank the people of New Zealand for all the players and staff of New Zealand, of the Warriors and stuff like that, to for what they, the sacrifices they made during COVID and everything like that. Let's compare that to what the Broncos did. The Broncos didn't have a home game against the Warriors, I don't think. Um, But at at the game where they played against each other, they basically had patches on the back of their jersey that said, thank you, NZ. These were above the player, the jersey numbers. So, I mean, something that simple is a thank you to the the Warriors for for the sacrifices they made during COVID. Why did we 
have to take a game over there. Why couldn't we have done something similar? That's kind of my two cents on that one. I think the, the thing that pisses me off a bit, just to tangent on the New Zealand thing, we'll probably talk about it um, when we preview that game. But as I've been a season, a full season ticket holder since I think 2012 or so. It's been, it's been, a, been a while. I, I go to literally every single game, like my my life literally revolves around going to West Tigers games. And we, it was one less game I could go to this year. Like for however long, the second half of the season, basically going to be able to go to to one game. Like it's just, it just sucks. We already lose one to the Magic Round, which I guess isn't totally the club's fault. But for some reason, every single Magic Round has been our home game. Tamworth, I'm fine with. I went to the first Tamworth game. That's, I think, every club um, playing a game in the bush is a good thing. But we should at least, we should at least be able to go to 10, 10 or eleven home games for our team. Um, yeah, that's we, why we... I went Leichhardt only this year because <clears throat> fucking only nine games for a season ticket. We talked about it in the in the car on the on the way back from the Storm game, Josh. Where I basically was like, well, that's seven of my games that I've got as part of my full season membership out of nine. And from that storm game, which I think was round 16 off the top of my head, I had two more games I got to go to. One of them was in round 19. The last one is in round 25. So Hmm. 16 to 19 is three weeks. 19 to 25 is another six weeks. So I have a month and a half before I get to go to another game that's part of my full season membership. And I made the joke that it's kind of like a three quarter of a full season membership because it's only nine games instead of the full like 12 which is what Mm. a normal team would have for say okay it's a we lost you a bit for there a bit there as uh can you hear me now yeah yeah Yeah. all good yep um i i agree i think like i'm of the belief that if the nrl were to come out and say every team has to take a game to a rural or regional venue, that would be fine. Then every team would basically have 11 home games plus a plus a, re, a regional one, like we do with Tamworth, like the Panthers do with Bathurst, like the Rabbits sometimes do with Dubbo. And there are a few of the examples I can think of off the top of my head. Like that would make sense. Another thing they could do is have Magic Round, but basically make it a neutral game where they have an extra game in the season so every team plays... 25 games, for example, and mm. the Magic Round game doesn't count as a home or away game, so every club still gets their full 12. Like, yeah, there's a I few options the RLPA there. RLPA is the issue there. They, they don't want more games. Yeah. yeah. I know they don't, but it's like mm. it's it's a, it's a an option for the situation, and it's kind of what the AFL have done this year with their gather round. Um, they basically said every every team would be playing in Adelaide somewhere over the weekend and it's basically an extra game added to the season. So every AFL team is playing, I think 23 games instead of 22 this year, because that was mm. technically like a neutral venue for all those teams. Common sense. Yeah. That, yeah. This is, we're getting onto Valandis's fault now. Not so much <laughs> Justin and Justin and Lee's. Um, right. So we are back to the news. So West Tigers are apparently meeting with Jaden Sullivan tomorrow from the Dragons. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on this one, Rob? Uh, it's an interesting one. It's another 
Mario Tartak player uh, that's going there. Look, the guy can definitely attack. I mean, he, he carved us up in Brisbane uh, when we played him the first time. I think he scored two tries. Uh, and he came, that was coming on as a replacement as well uh, late in the first half. So he's definitely got some spark about him. I don't think he's really a game organiser. Uh, very weak defender from what I've seen. Uh, we're desperate. We're gonna we're gonna end up with three or four halfbacks next year and and play spin the bottle. So um, you know, I mean, look, he's he's got, the one thing he has got. He's young. He's got upside. He can be taught to tackle. You know, like I've said previously, if the coaches have to buy star players and to call themselves good coaches, what sort of coaches are they? We, we need coaches that can develop players, teach them to tackle, teach them to kick, teach them to do other things. But in terms of natural spark and breaking the line, this, this kid's got a lot of class in attack. Um, but, you know, he, he wasn't impressive against, you know, in the last few weeks from what I've seen, but he, he can play. So hopefully with a good off season and with the right mentoring, he, he could be something good. And uh, apparently he's meeting with our with our staff tomorrow. Obviously the coaches are in Tamworth, um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. But it looks like we're the favourites. I don't think Canterbury can afford him, given all the five or six players they, they've seen to have signed in the last week or so. So it looks like we're the favourites for him. But uh, what are your thoughts, Aaron? Um, I mean, like you said, we're we're pretty desperate. Um, we need the players. We're going to have a few too many cooks in the kitchen after we're done, basically because we're looking at signing every Tom, Dick and Harry out there in the position. Um, I believe he's got the talent. I'm not a massive fan of him um, or the grubby, like the grubby sort of style he played with. Um, you guys were watching with me during Magic yeah. Round and I was pretty pissed off when he laid down for the penalty um, for what was essentially minor contact after he kicked it. Um, he, he fell down, laid there, got the whistle, then got up smirking and ran off like he like nothing had happened. And I was pretty pissed, pissed off at that because I just don't think that's the way to play the game. Uh, me being a white knight over here. But anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, if we're going to sign him and he's going to play for us, I'll support him. But doesn't mean I have to like him. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's still pretty young. Like Rob said, he can offer plenty of attack. It, yeah, if he signs with us or doesn't, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know if you guys watch Futurama, but there's an episode of these things called Neutrons. A neutron, I think it's Neutrons or something. And he, um, so there's a quote in it. It says, uh, "I feel, um, I th- I feel, yeah, I've buggered it. Basically, I feel I have no no emotion one way or the other. I've completely well, like the, like you just put up the there, quote. Josh. He's 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 21." He's 21. Like, yeah. he can get better. And, I mean, to be able to, like, come into first grade and score tries, admittedly, a lot of players can score tries against us when they don't score against anyone else. But, okay, he did score a couple of tries against us. He's, you know, it's only, what, his second season, I think. So, look, hopefully with a full-off season with us and, you know, he, he can develop. But, I mean, it's up to the coaches to, to make him a, you know, a good defender. I, I remember there was a time you guys might not even be, I mean, Josh, you certainly remember, I'm not, not so sure about Aaron, you know, Canterbury let go of Jonathan Thurston and, and chose Braithen Astor over him. And basically that was because Jonathan Thurston was a really piss poor defender and he got signed by North Queensland and Graham Murray turned him into a fantastic defender. So you can be taught if you're taught by the right people. So hmm. hopefully he can sort out the defensive side of his game because his attack is really good. I, I think he'd need to work on his game management a little bit as well, though. Oh, remember Benji in 2005, we'd hide him on the wing. That's why he... Yeah. 
basically ran the ball back in the um, grand final for to set up the try for Pat Richards. So, uh, speaking of passionate West Tigers fans, so Mobile Corp, formerly MLC Phones, so they support local businesses by managing their IT, their networks, and their mobile devices. If you're a local business owner looking for a partner who will take away the hassle of dealing with IT issues, Make sure you have cybersecurity in place. Handle all your mobile device needs. Then Mobile Corp can help. Uh, mobile Corp is a family-run business and a longtime supporter of the West Tigers. Reach out to Stephen and the team at Mobile Corp. Check out mobilecorp.com.au. That's mobile, mobile C-O-R-P. Oh, I'll stuff that up. Start again. <laughs> Mobilecorp.com.au. i got to say it like a robot too. Say it properly. Righto, on to a game of rugby league this week. First game of rugby league this weekend as can you run me through the West Tigers team list? So we're playing the Rabbitohs 6 p.m. at Scully Park in Tamworth. That, uh, take it away, yes. Uh Jareem Buller is at fullback. David Nofaluma and Charlie Staines is back on the wing. Stafford Toa and Junior Tupo are in the centres. Dane Laurie is the 5'8", and Luke Brooks is back at halfback. Stefano Utoikamanu and David Klemmer are the props. Api Korosau is the hooker. Isaiah Papali'i and John Bateman are the second rowers with Fanua Pole at lock. Will Smith is back on the bench, as is Sean Bloor. Alex Twole and Atasi James round that out. Justin Matamua is the 18th man. Asu Kepa'oa, Jake Simpkin, Tommy Talau, and Talon De Silva are the reserves. Uh, yeah, good to have Stainsy back on the wing. Uh, Junior Tupu moving into the centres. Quite uh, quite like that. Yeah, Junior Tupu, a blinder last week, and Tommy Talao, his inside man. It might have been the worst, po- like possibly the, wor- the worst game by a centre compared to the best game by his outside winger in the history of rugby league. It was just... <laughs> I was just chalking Terry's wing and didn't get that much ball because of yeah. the center. Um, so, yeah, moving Junior in and seeing Charlie back. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm keen to see that. So, um, the club anything... would like to make us look like a bit of a fool, don't they, Josh? Um, we played on Monday some of the Sheensy clips from his press conference where he mentioned that um, Brooksy's probably about two weeks away and stuff like that. And here, here we are, Brooksy's back in the team. Was that one of the wrong clips that I played? It might have been an old clip that I accidentally No, played. no, the wrong clip was the bullet clip, Josh. Oh, so Sheens, I was wondering. So Sheens did say it was two to three weeks. Yeah. So I swear yeah, in another I think, quote. I think he said um, Charlie was it, two weeks away as well. Or am I misreading that? Sheens, he's got no concept of time, maybe. <laughs> um, any any changes, Rob, that catch, catch your eye here? Obviously, the first, uh, this halves pairing, another... I mean, it's too late. Laurie and Brooks, we finally get to see it. Yeah, look, um, just my overall perspective on that whole unit. Uh, look, Laurie, Laurie was one of our best players last week, so he wasn't going anywhere. We said Monday night, you know, stay, uh, Wakeham had his worst game ever. And I kind of said that based, based on what Tim Sheen said about his kicking game in the press conference and that every ball went into the fence when only one ball went into the fence. You knew there and then that Wakeham wasn't going to be there this week. Uh, I guess the only difference will be Dane Laurie will have to play on the right side as opposed to the left side because 
We all know Luke Brooks uh, is generally the, our left-sided player. Um, the other big thing for me is James being in there. I think James is in there because he's a bigger body than Safarth. And, and look, Safarth had been playing pretty well, but you know, he, what he made 19 tackles, three missed uh, last week. So it wasn't like he one of his better performances. So I just think I we're think he's actually. Little... I think he's actually injured. I, I thought he was on an extended bench. Am I? Am I seeing? No. Anything? No. Uh, oh, I apologize. I apologize. Yeah. Then I just thought maybe he got dropped because he missed a few tackles. That's all. So. Um, now, look, other than that, I mean, I guess we'll not stay on the right wing and Stain's on the left wing. Is that the way we're going to go? Because it'll be a pretty inexperienced left side with uh, Tupu and Stain's there. So, um, other than that, I, there's really not much more I can say. I mean, Talon De Silva got dropped, uh, which, you know, I, is, is that correct as well? Is De Silva there? Uh, yeah, he's, he's, no, in he's, he's in the reserves. He's been named in flag. He's been named in flag. Okay, well, I mean, like his stats weren't huge last week. I think it was, you know, nine nine meters and eleven tackles, or vice versa. So, um, you know, didn't do anything wrong, but just didn't really have much involvement last week. So maybe they're just yeah giving him a full game again. But yes. uh, other than that, other than that, I just think you know our fortunes are really going to depend on if Mister Latrell Mitchell plays or not. Because like I keep saying, South Sydney without Latrell, they're they're just a totally different team. It's it's not just. What Latrell does, Latrell just gives all those other players a lot of confidence. Uh, they they all seem to lift when he's around. So um, yeah, we'll just see if Latrell is, isn't it a surprise that a player makes his comeback against the West Tigers? Like we've never seen that before, have we? Yeah, in the last yeah. five or six years, I would have put never my money on it. Years. Yeah, um, yeah, the Dane Laurie Luke Brooks combo. I'm keen to see that. It's literally, uh, I think our fifth or maybe our sixth different halves combo this season alone and it's two guys that are i reckon they can actually work pretty well together we'll call them for this combination uh back when before luke brooks um yeah got injured so yeah it'd be be so west tigers for them to have an absolute blinder and show that (laughs) they could be that could be the halves of the future and they're both gonna both gone yeah yeah, gonna f off next Next year, uh, Bloor, yeah, I said on the show on Monday night that Bloor was expecting to to play. He obviously was a late scratching uh, on Friday's last Friday's game, so good to see him. Thursday's. Uh, Thursday was a Thursday this Friday. Um, yeah, anything else? Um, oh, we're discussing today. So do you think Toa and Nofa, will they be on the same side? Yeah, that's what I was just asking. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not sure. I, I think I think they probably will. I mean, if if you go back to our first couple of rounds, Noffa was on the right, wasn't he? And Staines was on the left, and he and he seemed to be Staines and Naden for some silly reason on the left side were interchanging uh, positions in attack, which I thought was really freaking weird. But hmm. uh, I don't know if that was genius or or benginess, but it was stupidness. Um, yeah, it just didn't didn't work. So I'm not sure. I guess he'll be back on the left. Jason D said, I've been at Blory's house massaging his quad all week. Demonstrate. All, <laughs> all, four, all four quads just getting there nice and deep. Um, yeah, I asked the Noffer and Stafford Toa thing because someone in our Discord mentioned today, what what do we call that confirm, uh, combination? I said, we could call it the Star of David. So Very good. Yeah. And... I also, I had a lot of spare time today. I also thought, who 
who would be that combination's arch enemy in the NRL? Have a think. Uh, who's who, who's Stafford Toa come up against a lot this year? Holmes. Yeah. Palestine Holmes. Yeah, Palestine Holmes. There you go. Uh, very good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Boomtish. All right. I, I, think, I, think, I think we'll just say we'll just stay out of that and somewhere in the middle east. <laughs> <laughs> do you not do you not you Judith uh, stuff that up. Do you not say that coming? <laughs> uh, All the, right. the dad jokes are strong with this one. Yeah, yeah the racist dad joke. Um right <laughs> as read us the uh Robodos team. Okay, so Latrell Mitchell has been named at fullback. The wingers are Alex Johnston and Tane Milne. Isaiah Tars and Campbell Graham are the centres. Cody Walker and Lachlan Ilias in the halves. Jai Arrow and Hame Sele are the front rowers with Damian Cook at hooker. Keon Kaloa Matangi and Jacob Host are the second rowers. Cameron Murray at lock. Their bench is Davey Mowale, Saliva Havili, Jed Cartwright and Tom Burgess. Blake Tapp is the 18th man. Shaq Mitchell, Talis Duncan, Peter Mamazelos, and Dean Hawkins are their reserves. Yeah, pretty good looking squad there, Berto. Yeah, uh, look, the the matchup for me is Cody on the left side uh, up against Dane, who has been defending on our left side and now moves to the right side. So I, I just think our right edge is is going to cop a lot of traffic between uh, Murray to Walker to Latrell. Uh, and just picking out whether they're going to go short, long. I mean, Walker's got it all. He's the best ball playing, you know, five eight in the comp. So, uh, you know, a, a lot of our our success will be determined by whether we can shut Walker down. I, I think we've got the forward pack to to go set for set with them. Um, you know, if, if our market defence is good, we nullify Cookie. Uh, and look, you, you, let's face it. I, I know Latrell looked really fit on the news, but you know, he, he hasn't had a run so. Hopefully he, he's not firing too hard till you know two or three weeks from now. So uh, he'll probably need to hit out. But uh, I don't know, guys. I just don't know which Tigers are going to show up. If it's if it's you know the Tigers I'm expecting to show up, I think we'll be in it for a long way. But if we get off to a poor start, it, it could be anything. But we seem to do well out in the country. We you know we did okay against Penrith. It, admittedly, it was wet there, but hopefully we can do it again. But uh, I will find out when I check the news uh, later in the evening. Not watching the game. Quality comment. I appreciate this one from Jason D. He says Murray Walker is at F1. You probably don't get that reference. That's <laughs> really good. Young. They've yeah. been going around and around. It's been, it's been so fucking boring. Joy of joy for British viewers. <laughs> it's Nigel Mansell. Yeah, he was the commentator. He passed away a couple of years ago, but he was yeah. basically the F1 commentator for years and years and years until uh, probably the early 2000s i think he retired yeah he came out for bathurst a couple of times as well absolute legend good uh, quality quality comment there good jason bloke. um anything else as to talk about in the uh Rabbitohs squad uh just their back line is very very scary um you look at pretty much their well what they've done is what we probably should be doing they've got the inexperienced center paired with the experienced um, winger and they've got the experienced centre paired with the inexperienced winger. And I think that does a lot better for their combinations. Like Alex Johnson and Campbell Graham are probably two of the most dangerous players in the competition when it comes to Mm. breaking a line, scoring tries. Um, And yeah, their halves, Cody Walker, Lachlan Elias hasn't been in quite as good a form as he would want to be. And 
um, with Latrell potentially back in the team, there's going to be a lot of danger, particularly with their back line. Um, they've got a scary bench as well. Saliva Havili, Jed Cartwright, and Tom Burgess are all very, very big boppers. Um, I don't know too much about Davey Mowale, um, so I can't really comment too much on that. But yeah, their, their team is very bloody scary. Uh, Aaron, I can't think of his name, but they've got a guy on the extended bench who's had a couple of games on the right wing. I, I don't know how he hasn't got that spot in front of Milne. He is absolute grease lightning. He's got so much talent. I wish we had a winger like him. Uh, I've just gone blank on his name, but if you can... Uh, is it Talis Duncan? That's him. That's him. God, he's a good player. So I, I hope we don't see Talis Duncan as a late starter. I, I don't know. I, I don't get South not playing him. He, he did so much when he got that first grade spot. I just thought, how do you drop him after what he's shown? He, he's just too talented not to be in first grade regularly. He's got speed to burn. He's got the smarts. Uh, can defend. He's a really good player. Uh, righto, Lowell Grades, New South Wales Cup. That is 2 p.m. on Sunday. They play in the exact same time as the girls. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> well um, organized. Yeah, Tommy Talao's obviously down there, as is Kepa Oa. Um, yeah, Brandon Wakem as well. Jakey Simkin. So, quite a few. Uh, Matt and Miller. So, quite a lot of. Uh, those who have played plenty of first grade this year playing for for us. So, um, yeah, if you want to support the Cup guys, head over to Lickham Oval playing against the Bunnies on Sunday. And in Jersey Flag, they play before them at midday. So you can see Talon De Silva in action, uh, Josh Felity as well. So, yeah, they're taking on the Rabbitohs. So all three grades, um, all three male grades taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs this weekend. God, I hate them. All right, NRL W time. As a lot of team lists for you to read out now. Um, don't <laughs> worry about the Sharkies. Just do the Tigers. No worries. Well, I will just say our team is completely unchanged, including the reserves. So, Batil Betty Welsh is our fullback. Jakaya Whitfield and Josie Linaz are our wingers. Rakia Horn and Leanne Tafunga are our centers. Pauline Pillay Rasabale and Emily Curtin are the halves. Sarah Tokatuki and Christian Pio are the front rowers. Ebony Pryor is the hooker. Kezi Apps, Eliza Cialata, Nevada George are the rest of the back row. Sophie Curtin, Lozana Lutu, Taylor Osborne, and Falau Vaki are the bench. So what what are the differences in this 17 compared to last week, as? Identical. Like unchanged, okay. Don't change a winning, winning formula. Yeah, uh, let's turn a lot. Lutu, um, yeah, when she comes on, she just completely changed the game. So be keen to see if they get her maybe on a bit earlier Definitely. this week. But um, who are some of the standouts for the Sharkies? As like uh, Penatani's obviously mm-hmm. uh, a kangaroo. Um, yeah, who who are some of their big stars? Don't worry about reading out their whole team list so they've got a very talented fullback in jada taylor uh emma tonagato was a fullback and has moved into the halves for them so she's a very much a danger player as well quincy dodd had a brilliant game for the sharks on sunday against the raiders so and she's the hooker so need to watch out for her as well those are probably the biggest threats on their team okay and what's your prediction for this one as 
this one's going to be a tough one. Obviously, both teams are coming off first up wins. Um, one of these two expansion clubs is basically going to start the season 2-0. and um, So there's mm. going to be a lot of um, emphasis around the game, a lot of emphasis around some of the matchups. I'm looking forward to this. I'm very excited to go to Belmore for the first time and get to see two games because um, a, it's a part of a double header. Mm. Um, it's going to be a tough game. I'm backing us in. I think we can get the W. Um, if they play like they did against the Eels, I'm, I think we can get another win. I'd say maybe about four to six points. It's going to be a much closer game. Um, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to going and watching and cheering on the girls in their first home game. Pretty, um, maybe pretty decent weather on Sunday too. So you might get, might be quite a high scoring affair. Potentially. Righto, Rob Sidamas, what do you got for us this week? Guys, I've kept it really simple. Uh, I've gone four teams to win head to head South, Manly, Penrith, and the Dolphins. Uh, I think you'll get about $3 around that. I don't know if you've got a boost or a multiplier or whatever you use there, but I think that's a pretty solid bet. And as as always, I hope I get it wrong because we don't want South to win. But I mean, you've just got to be a realist about these things. And yeah, if Latrell, if Latrell plays, that's it's a lock. If Latrell doesn't play, I always give us a chance. Well, so what are South paying in this? Is it even worth having them? Dollar oh seven. Is it even worth having them in this multi? Oh, you got to, you got to. I'm trying to get the best price I can for for everyone there. That's all. I mean, look, it's really hard to do try scores and stuff like that when you know we do a show Wednesday, teams come out Tuesday, and then they they bloody change all the players later in the week and you don't know who's in and who's out. So I just mm-hmm. tried to keep it as simple as I could yeah, uh, yeah. So for this week. So, yep. you know, if you don't yeah, like it, don't do it. I'm, I'm not going to be doing it. It's, it's too short for my liking. But oh, I'm just will... saying, do... so you get 262, what I'm looking at here, 262 without South and then with South, 280. Okay, so. Well, so the odds have come down because it was 297 when I when I sort of punched it out last night. Two ninety eight with a boost. Okay, we, we've come we've come in from about ten fifty to eight sixty or something um, since team lists as well. So yeah. I guess that's the that's the Brooks effect, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Not just that, guys. I mean, I, I wish we kind of said it on Monday night, but as soon as we knew Staines might be a chance of being in, the the most logical thing to me was to move Junior Tupu to the centres and just give him a crack at it because he's played you know, rugby union uh, for Canberra as a centre. I mean, it's a big ask up against Campbell Graham, but, I mean, he's a big body and maybe he can give Graham a little bit of trouble there as well. So I, I like the idea of giving him a go at centres, especially because, you know, it seems like Naden's on the outer. He, he doesn't seem to be back, back in first grade, whether it's injury or not. And obviously Talao's going to Manly and, and Kapoa, I don't think, will ever be back. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're really struggling for outside back. So if he can make a name for himself there and, we hang on to Staines and, and Noffa, then, you know, I guess we'd be looking, you know, we're just hoping that uh, Stafford Tower can keep some of that form he had about a month or two ago up, and then and then we're looking pretty decent. Just looking at any time try scorers just to see what um, Blory's paying. He's 750. Luke Brooks, 925. He's That's pretty good for... Um... First game back. And I think we should mention too... Yeah, but he's going to play like... 80 minutes. Yeah, Aaron and maybe, me were having a chat maybe. before the show. Aaron and me were having a chat before the show, and we think Appy will be doing the kicking. Um, you know, given Brooksy had hamstring problems and all that, so I think I think well, let's let's hope we get some goal kicks. 
mm. <laughs> to be fair. But if there is goal kicks, I think Appy will be doing it. Uh, right, on to our tips for the week. Uh, we're pretty much all identical except for one game this week. It's yeah, a lot of heavy, heavy favourites, and we're absolute cowards and gone with them. So um, <laughs> Broncos against the Roosters, three dollars nine. That's crazy. The Roosters are paying over three dollars uh, for a game. But um, are there any outs or something? Like I know the Broncos are red hot, but three dollars for what were one of the competition favourites. Just insane. I just, I just think it's a form line. Yes, it's a form. Yeah, sorry, Aaron, you go. I think it's just the lack of form. The fact that they've only beaten the the um, the um Titans last week and they had a really mm. good first half but a really poor second half. Um, a few of their star players are going to take a little bit more time to gel into the team. And the Broncos, after demolishing South last week, are red hot. Yeah, I just think it's who, who you're playing. Like they played South Brisbane last week, so um, it's it's definitely they've had a tougher opponent than the Roosters. But I, I'm not crazy, but like I wouldn't bet on this game because this is a grand final for the Roosters. Like I certainly don't write them off. I looked at that back line they've got today. You know, with Tedesco and Suwali and Manu and all these guys, I I don't think it's going to be easy. But uh, it'll be a really good game to watch. Like it should, we should get some mm. great tries in it. Uh, what are they giving the margin for the Roosters there? Eight and a half. So, that, that's hmm. a, I reckon that's a pretty good bet. Hmm. Uh, we've all gone Rabbitohs, unfortunately. The line in that our game, 21 and a half. So, uh, I don't think it's meant to rain in Tamworth or anything. So, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we're wrong. Maybe that's a miracle against the Rabbitohs. At home, like we were last year, so we we know uh, South are going to score points, guys. It's just a matter of whether we can score points because South's defence the last few weeks, by their standards, has been really shit house. So yeah. if, if South don't defend, then it could be a high scoring game. But I, I just think they've got too much strike, and you know, if you worry about Cody and Latrell, you know, they've got Campbell Graham, and then they'll have Cam Murray, you know, Damian Cook scooting. They got they got weapons all over the park. So we've got to be on our game, but. I just want to know where our points are going to come from. Uh, Storm, we've all got a storm over the Eels. Eels 270 seems pretty um, pretty, pretty juicy, but who's out for Para? Obviously, Dylan Brown. But... Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure who's out, guys. I haven't really done my homework on this game, but this is one game that I reckon will be a dour low-scoring game. I just... Can't see Parramatta getting blown off the park like they did last mm-hmm. week. Uh, Melbourne were awful after leading 12 mil against the Knights last week. So I just think this could be a low, scrappy kind of game where there'll, there'll be you know somewhere between 30 and 40 points scored. Yeah, they'll have been given a bullet up their backside, the Storm as well. That's pretty much why I've tipped them. And I don't think they'll lose to Power after mm. what was an awful, awful performance against the Knights last week. Uh, this is the only game we've disagreed on. So, as and I have gone Raiders at home, and Roberto's gone the hot running Newcastle Knights. So, this could be Golden Point, I reckon. What do you reckon, Rob Zadamas? Big chance. It could even be Canberra half time, Newcastle full time. Like, Canberra have a habit of falling away in the second half. I just love mm. what the Knights are doing. They're, they're, really, they're really playing the sort of footy we expected. You know, the Knights could play if they're at their best. 
Uh, they're on a high, but like Canberra are tough. Like they're really, really tough. They're not, they don't seem to attack unless they have to attack. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I found this another hard game and I've got no confidence tipping Newcastle, but I just, again, it's Newcastle season on the line. So I just think if they don't win, they're gone. So I, I'm going to go for them and give them the win. The Saints, 15 to 1 for Golden Point. I'm going to, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do your multi minus the Rabbitohs because I'm not betting against my own team. And I'm going to do that into Golden Point for, uh, you get 40, 39 to 1 for that. So, not bad. Yeah. Hmm. 10 wins out of the last 50, Josh. You could have been a multi millionaire by now. Could have been. Um, How many times have you called um, Golden Point? Games this year, Rob in Rob Stradamus. I've only got I've only got two right, uh, Aaron. I, got, I think I got two out of okay. three. I've gone for it three times, but uh, I just I just figure two. It's two. There's actually a few games this weekend that are again potentially golden point, and that's that's certainly one of them. I, I think if the Roosters fire, that could be another one. Um, and, it's and even fifteen to one. Yeah, but fifteen to Storm one. Para, Storm Power could be golden point, like. Storm's attack isn't great, and Eels don't have to score too many points. They've still got Moses and Guffo, and you know a little bit of strike there. So there's there's plenty of games you could have a have a dollar multi on a couple of games to be golden point and pick up mm. some nice coin. Uh, we've all gone Manly on the road. Where are the, where's it's this Dragons game? Where are they win. playing this? Win. I'm pretty sure it's a win again. As yeah. in Wollongong. St George suck. St George suck. Manly are absolute specials. Okay. That's also um, a 300-game milestone for Cherry Evans, so they, they mm. should live for that. Yeah, they, they were really good for a long time last week against Cronulla. Um, Panthers, heavy favourites against the Sharks. Sharks paint 670. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Sharks can't beat top eight teams. Yeah, I was going to say, they're, they're yeah. low-team bullies. So um, Panthers, man, are they going to go? Are they going to... Th- Repeat the Panthers, most likely. I think South are the only danger if South get it right. I've got Maybe them on better, so I'm not that upset Reynolds. about it. Okay, uh, we've all gone Dolphins. They're playing against the poor old doggies at uh, they're in. I oh know this in Bundaberg, so they've actually the Bulldogs. Man, who's managing? They've taken a home game against a Queensland team to Queensland, so they're playing in Bundaberg. On this like one. the rabbits, they can't use a core. So, like the mm. rabbits as well, over the next month or so, um, have home games in Perth and another one somewhere else. Like they don't have a home game in Sydney. The rabbits until the final round of the season. Yeah, so, yeah they've, they've got a five-week road trip. Yeah. Um, yeah, get on the Bundy rubs, doggies. Um, we've all gone dolphins in this one. Fins up. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, we've all gone cowboys. Um, against the Titans on the Gold Coast. So, yeah, the Cowboys are really good. The Titans, they're on a roll. Yeah. So, uh, there lies our tips. Actually, my tips have been absolutely shithouse lately. Like, I had a huge lead in our um, Patreon comp, and I'm only four ahead. So, I had like a 14-point lead or something. It's chipped away to, to um, just four. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com. So, Josh, I'm ninety. I'm ninety six, not ninety two. You didn't change my number again. Uh, that's because you sent me. You <laughs> sent me your tips after I'd. Fi- anyway, my bad. My bad. <laughs> um. Oh, 
patreon.com forward slash Westlife. Uh, Shane Colts, he sent his Benji Marshall tier member. Oh, by the way, I've changed the Dane Laurie tier. Uh, it's now called the what did I change it to? I'm trying to think. Jaden Sullivan. Um, you read that out, I'll find it. I'm trying to think what I named it to. I can't even remember. Um, Shane says, I want to give my thoughts on the NRLW. Admittedly, I don't watch it uh, it at all, but ended up watching it last weekend as I had them in a five-leg multi. I found myself to really enjoy it. So everyone that doesn't watch it, you may be surprised. Give it a go. I'll be watching again this weekend. This weekend against South, we have Dumb and Dumber in the halves. He hates. It's, it's, <laughs> Love it. He hates. He hates Luke Brooks. He hates and yeah, yeah. The only positive is they'll uh, they'll only be around for another couple of games. I don't understand the hate for Wakeham. This past week, he had a poor game for sure, but overall, yeah. he's done uh, okay given the circumstances. South. Agreed, Shane. Agreed. 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 Wait, you don't like Dane either? No, no, I'm agreeing about Wakeham. I, I think he oh, was right. like shit house last week, but he's been pretty good other than that. Uh, you uh, named it the Alex Twole tier. Alex Twole, that's Twole right. Tier. Alex Twole. What's a good solid, <laughs> um, good toiler? That's uh, that's highly. Does that mean you get did you get one comment every five years for that? tier or how does that work? No, no. That's, it's just <laughs> every tier you get access to our Discord. You get um, get to ask us questions which uh, I think we do have just on the Discord in the rant channel. Um, Tim C said, keep, keep up the good work, boys. We'll miss you, Rob. And uh, Riff Raff was talking about the 3-2-1 for women's which we ended up doing uh, on Monday's show so our next show monday night we'll review these games monday at 8 30 um any parting words roberto as you take a break and as well and i as and i will uh take over to break down these games yeah look just a, a big thank you to everyone that's um like i said reached out sent me some messages really lovely touching messages um oh, i need i need a reboot i I really am 50-50 about, you know, what I should be doing and shouldn't be doing. But I just, I don't enjoy bagging the club anymore. I mean, there's, I don't feel like I've got a choice, but um, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably have a talk to you in the off-season, Josh, and maybe we can work yeah, something yeah. out. But at, at, at the moment, I just, I just don't, as much as I love the club, I don't think I'm the right voice for the fans. They, they need some hope and I don't see hope with the guys we've got leading the club and, and the coaching structure and the whole the whole fucking shit, you know, the shit show. So I, I don't care who we sign. We, we need to get it right up top. And I, I don't want to have one flash year and then, you know, 12 bad years, you know. So I, I want constant success and constant, you know, we've got to set the, we want to try and emulate, you know, the Storms and the Roosters. And, you know, when they miss the finals, we're shocked, you know, and that, we're, we're not like that. We don't even make a finals in a decade. So um, look, just, just, you know, like like Lee Hadjapentella said, if you can do it, guys, stick solid, keep the faith, keep listening to these guys. Um, yeah, and I'll I'll talk to Josh down the track, but right now I just need a break. I just need a break. I'm just I'm tired. I don't, you know, it's it's not just doing a show. It's just all the shit I do through the day, West Tigers related that sort of drains me as well. So I, I love doing this. I love talking about my club, but 
I don't love seeing it go backwards and backwards and backwards, and and I just feel like it's I've got no there's no control I've got no control over it. It's just it just really hurts a lot, and we're all hurting. And yeah, I, I just need a bit of a bit of a break, and I'll, I'll talk to you down the track, Josh. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll organise something, and look, I will, was hoping that we'd um, get some players or something to talk to. Maybe we're gonna have to find. Um, Invite yeah. Lee on the show. He might come on now that that I'm not here. So yeah, maybe we're paying, as as an I paying members. So he has to listen. Yeah, uh, I'm a paying as, NRLW member. Oh, that's true. You did. We all three of us signed up for yeah. NRL. I completely, I completely forgot I did that because I haven't received anything for it. But um, as anything to yeah to say before we're heading to the West Tigers NRL and NRLW. Back to back Friday and Sunday this weekend. Oh, I just want to say thanks to Rob for a, a lot of the time saying things that I've wanted to say, but I don't say because I'm like not a confrontational person and I struggle to <laughs> bag the bag the club out um, like that. Like I try to be a bit, I guess, diplomatic might be the best word in in a lot of my responses. But I, I love Rob's passion. I love that he's no holds barred when it comes to what he says and. Um, yeah, so often, mate, you've been a voice of the fans and I've enjoyed listening to you and so have, so have all our, our listeners. Um, yeah, I'll miss you. I do hope you come back and I'm glad that I be at, I was able to make a friend out of you during this whole process and meeting you at a few games and Shane as well. So Much appreciated. We'll miss you. I hope Thank you come you back. Thank you, mate. I really appreciate it. Well, you, you guys keep, keep the good work up and, you know, the, the fans need you. I, I, I definitely need a rest and, yeah, we'll just... We'll just see how it goes. I, you never yeah. know. I might get bored. I might get bored. I might, you know. We'll see how we go. Yeah. No, it's, you've been an absolute um, staple. Obviously, I started this show solo, Rob, and then I have got you boys on. Um, yeah, late 20, 2020. We tried to work this out earlier. I can't remember which year year it was. And yeah, absolutely helped me take it to what it is today. And the fans, absolutely, all the comments coming in for you here on the live show and all the messages that we get and all the people at Discord. You'll, you'll still be in the Discord and hanging around. I'll be in the Discord. I'll keep giving yeah. you updates. Look, I'm just, yeah, for the record, I am doing stuff behind the scenes to do with the club, but I just, you know, I'm not going to give any false hope or anything like that, but I'm not I'm not giving up. It's just, it's just you know, I, I don't know how to explain it, guys. I, I just feel like, you know, what, what they see as us venting, we're demanding excellence. We're demanding for our club to be better. We're demanding for getting the foundations right so we can succeed. I just, I'd actually, I wouldn't, I'd cop a wooden spoon if I knew the foundations are getting right. I still don't think the foundations are right. So I, I just think we've got to keep striving for that. And hopefully one day the club will wake up and realize these guys aren't just a, a bunch of nobodies that are just yelling and screaming for the sake of it. They love the club, they care about the club. And there's a lot of fans that listen to them for the reason. And that's because they want the club to do better. So, you know, we, we want to be united with the club, but we, we do demand success and we do demand excellence. And that's what we've got at Concord. And, and we're not seeing anything close to excellence. So, you know, we'll take mediocrity next year because we, we don't even have that at the moment. So thanks again, guys. Thanks, everyone. Appreciate the love. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk in about six weeks when we finish 17th, Josh. Well, you mentioned we have nothing going on at Concord. We do have the girls, and I did manage to fix the video. Hopefully, this will work 
to finish the show. But uh, as always, go guys, go the Tigers. Go, go the Tigers. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Please follow us at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook.com forward slash Westlife Pod. You can also support and take part in the show at Patreon.com forward slash Westlife and give us a subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. We'll see you again next time on another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Mm-hmm.